Hey, welcome back to Safe Talk with Safe Start. I am Tim Page Bonnerf. And if you've been listening the last several weeks, my partner Danny, he's kicked off a series on our latest white paper, which was Success Factors for Improving Safety Climate, a Human Factors Management Perspective. That was authored by Safe Start's own Dr. Pandora Bryce and our executive advisor, Peter Batroni. Now, both of them joined Danny for an overview and followed that up with a deeper dive into the first success factor, which was a no-blame mindset. And so today we're going to continue on with the next success factor, and that is having a set of fresh eyes. So today I've, I've invited a few friends from Novalex who have firsthand experience with today's topic, Danya Shaban and Ricky Kuvak. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for the invite, Tim. Hey, it's our pleasure to work with you again, Tim. I'm so glad to have you guys. Now, a little background on Novalex because it might be a name you might not recognize, but you use their products all the time. Novalex is a leader in packaging innovation, choice, and sustainability. They actually manufacture products with paper, plastic, and renewable materials for food packaging, for delivery, for carryout, food processing, and also in the industrial market. Their products benefit millions of customers and consumers who use their products every day. And with more than 10,000 employees and about 57 manufacturing facilities in North America and Europe. So full disclosure here, Novalex, they are a safe lead and safe start customer, and they have also implemented fully safe lead processes for supervisors. Now, in the same way that a no-blame culture mitigates those human factors that relate to habituation, the fresh eyes concepts actually mitigates how human brains develop expectations around our environments, almost to the point where it's not unusual for the brain to just delete or maybe even ignore things that are actually factual or present because we're focused on something else. So the classic example of this is the invisible gorilla experiment. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Moonwalking bear on YouTube. Yeah, spell bear correctly. That's B-E-A-R. So in which viewers, when they watch this video, they show this, you know, they show this video and originally it was in front of a group of students that was passing a basketball around, and they were asked to count the number of passes a team makes to another. And so during the video, a person that's actually in a gorilla suit walks right through the game, and many viewers do not see it at all because they're so focused on the assignment of pass counting. So this clever example actually drives home the point that any of us may not see what's right in front of us. And so the YouTube Gorilla Basketball or even Moonwalking Bear, if you're not familiar with it, watch it. And with that being said, my first question to both of you is, did your supervisors see hazards or risks that they, uh, they previously overlooked? And if so, could you share a, an example? Donya, why don't you go first? Yeah, I think as a collective, we all miss the things like extension cord running across the floor or um, something as small as not rewinding some air hoses. And since then, we've added, you know, the auto reels for the air hoses. We've dropped extra power supplies to help eliminate the trip hazard caused by the extension cords. That's a great example. And now the extension cord, you know, if it ran through water, that's an issue. But if so, you've got extension cords that people could trip over. That's a great example. Thank you for that. Uh, how about you, Ricky? Yeah, my example is along the same lines. In, in, in a warehouse or manufacturing environment, you have pallets, empty pallets, full pallets all over the place. So what we what we saw was, you know, empty pallets, 
laying around, trip hazards uh, in, in places where they didn't belong, propped up. And so, uh, you know, we, 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 we saw that laying around everywhere was is it was the usual thing, but but with with the safety mindset, we realized that that was a trip hazard. We needed to organize it, collect them, organize them, put them in the right places, and so that was that was a one of the easiest improvements we could have made on the floor. That's really good. And then so you caught those things and you saw them together with some of your own supervisors. And I will point out that, and I don't want to get too deep here, but according to neuroscientists, we're, we're learning that we do not see things with our own eyes, but with our brains. And what this means is that our eyes are not serving as active video cameras, which captures every detail of the world around us. Rather, our pre-conscious brain is constantly sending our eyes on a lookout mission. So they're looking out to check out and verify what our brains predict is actually going on out there. And so according to those same neuroscientists, the, the, main, the means of our eyes and our brains are more likely to see what they expect to see rather than the reality of what's actually going on in the external world. And so when finding you pallets and air hoses, it might be something that you have just normally going on. And then with this case, you actually found them, saw them, and mitigated them. And so in addition to seeing hazards in kind of a new light or fresh eyes, it was actually to bring a human factors perspective to both safety and performance at your facility. So what kind of improvements do you see um, in regards to fresh eyes on the floor? Let's start with you, Ricky. Yeah. So um, with fresh eyes on the floor, what I started to, what we, what we saw was, you know, you know, people had different inputs, you know, uh, I would walk the floor, I would see some things, but, but, you know, other managers or, or supervisors, leads walking the floor would, would, would identify things that I didn't pick up on and raise the issue, you know, then we would, we would, uh, we would walk the floor, you know, just, you know, we could be walking to a meeting. We could be walking to a, a specific area of the building. We pick up on some things that, that needs to be addressed and we'll, we'll, we'll do a huddle. We'll, we'll, we'll bring up the issue. And um, with the fresh eyes, you know, someone would see something that I didn't recognize and I go, aha, I didn't realize that that was a, that was a, a hazard. Let's, let's, let's address that. And so, um, so, you know, just having different eyes, fresh eyes on the floor, just brought in a lot of different inputs. People saw things differently and it, and it helped us pick up on a lot of things that we wouldn't normally pick up on. Can I just quote you here? I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, Ricky. Did you just say that more eyes are better than two? Correct. <laughs> now, I see what you're saying. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. Um, that was a great <laughs> jokester too. Perfect. Um, thank you for the input. So having more people looking um, as opposed to having just one person looking does generate a fresh new light or a fresh set of eyes. So thank you for that input. Uh, Danya, how about you? Yeah, you know, just to echo that same message, we w- we've done gimbal walks with people from different departments. So someone from shipping comes over to production and then vice versa. Um, Since it is a different environment in a sense than what they are used to in their day-to-day, they could find things more than the person that's been there that works in that area. And it could be the same issues that they raise. And then that's great as well, because then it just means that this is something that sticks out to everyone. So then it should be, you know, taken care of as soon as possible, just like the rest of the items that get pointed out. 
So you've invited supervisors and employees from other departments to look at, say, Ricky's department, and then Ricky, you you would supply employees or supervisors to go look at another department. Right. Is that what? It, okay. Correct. Yeah. That's that's interesting because it kind of helps break the uh, the pattern of corporate complacency, or in other words, you've got a group of people that work together and they may not see what's going on in their area, but if somebody else came in, they might be able to see with their fresh eyes. That's interesting. I, I really appreciate that input. As a matter of fact, it kind of leads us to this next point. So when we consider how this function of the brain could affect people's safety, there's all the more reason to find ways to look at hazards and risks with a fresh set of eyes, or at least a different lens. And in particular, the lens that we mentioned in human factors. So when organizations, they're actually direct, intentional, and purposeful in bringing fresh eyes and a human factors perspective into their systems, processes, and even personal interactions, it's possible to shift the organizational safety climate, both improving safety and performance. So, Danya, how would you rate the overall culture at your site? Say from a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being really terrible and 10 being excellent, before and after safely. So, two numbers. I think before safely, I would say we were closer to a four. You know, safety was on everybody's radar, but it, you know, would slip through the cracks. And I think we're moving um, after safely, we're moving on our way up to closer to an eight with the constant reminders and the constant walks. And we've implemented a couple of programs like a good catch safety program. And, you know, we're really pushing that for employees to acknowledge other their peers really and truly so it's not just managers pointing things out it's not just supervisors it's the employees on the floor recognizing each other whether it be uh aha this could be a potential safety to uh this person's doing a good job and here is why and they prevented a, a incident or an accident the good catch program that you have uh, implemented, I remember also being there because you gave me a couple coins, which I appreciate. Are you still yeah. doing the, is, is that part of it, the coins to get food and, and beverages? Yeah. So we have the coins to get, um, you know, something from the vending machine. And then we, one of our customers is, is Chick-fil-A and they, we have Chick-fil-A freebie cards. Um, so we've kind of incorporated that a little bit. Wait, are you telling me you make the Chick-fil-A bags? Correct. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Those are an anomaly themselves. They're just so superior. Um, yeah. they, keep that, <laughs> they keep that sandwich super warm. That's perfect. Um, Ricky, would you rank the same? I mean, you're in the warehouse and you've got incredible optics. So what goes out on the floor? What would, what would, your be, what would be your ranking here? I would say, you know, before safely, that, I'd, I'd give us a five. And then, uh, and then after safe lead, I would I would give us a nine, and I know that's pretty high, but but seeing where we've where, where we were and where we are now, you know, it was a big help with safe lead uh, coming in and, and and basically helping us understand how we were gonna, you know, attack safety uh, hazards, making sure that we're, we're safer. You know, there's a big push by management to be safe, but but then you know safe lead came in and gave us that blueprint. On how to do things, you know, internal factors, human factors, um, you know, uh, communication, documentation, making sure that you know you 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 have that that connection. What what I saw after Safe Lead was was better housekeeping, more organization on the floor. You know, we had extra awareness, 
So, you know, we raised the level and, and, and it, it not just helped us with safety, but, but it also helped us in, in other areas, other phases of, of, of the, the, um, the cycle, the production. So it, 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 you know, I, I would say a nine because I, I, I think we all feel more safe on the floor. Uh, thank you for the answers and um, the numbers as they relate. I, sometimes you look at this stuff when you're teaching and you get numbers back on a, on a survey. Um, do they mean a lot to a lot of people? And I'm not going to suggest that they do, but let me encourage this. You, you both saw the same amount of improvement, whether it was a four or a five, but you moved up to an eight or a nine. And we often wonder, could we make it up to a 10? And the things that you mentioned, both of you, you know, seeing improvement and not just necessarily in safety. You talked about housekeeping. You talked about the way you stack things. I remember we had very direct conversations on how we were going to stack things from now on. And some places you can see and some places you couldn't. And so, Ricky, let me come back to you. We talk a lot about, you know, how that language is supposed to come across. So in the importance of common safety language using the same language over and over again. Let's talk about improvements in communication and more efficient relationships. Have you actually seen improvement in communication as it relates to building better relationships? Yeah, sure have. Um, you know, just just from the, the 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 focus on internal factors, you know, checking on your employees, making sure that, you know, that they're okay, you know, what's their mindset. You know, we talked about this in class, checking the temperature, making sure that you know, they're prepared and ready to work. You know, there's things that happen outside the company, you know, in their personal lives and, and you know, they come to work and they, they want to do a good job, but they may not have slept good the night before, the, you know, they, they may not be feeling well. And so, you know, for me as, as, as a warehouse manager, I'm, I have, a, you know, I have my employees operating heavy equipment. I want to make sure that they're in the right frame of mind when they're using the, uh, the equipment on the floor for everybody's safety, not just theirs. And so, you know, having these conversations, hey, how are you doing? How do you feel? You know, is everything okay? You know, asking these personal questions. And, and you know, we, you know we, genu- we genuinely care about them as an individual, but we also want to make sure that they're safe. And, and they, you know, we don't want them to take any chances on the floor. You know, they may say, okay, well, I'll take a chance on the floor. You know, you know for instance, I had, a, I had a worker, very tired, very tired, working two jobs. And so, you know, he's, he's rushing on a, on a truck. And, you know, I, I pull him to the side and say, hey, you know, take your time. You know, I could tell you're a little tired. You're, you're, you're not yourself today. You know, just take your time. We, you know, we, we, we don't have to get this truck out right this minute. Take your time. Everything is okay. You know, and I, 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 I can see how his shoulders kind of, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, slouched down a little bit. You know, he, he was so pressed. And, and then I, I, I spoke to him, checked, checked on him and made sure he was okay. Told him, you know, just to take his time and, and his approach now, I could tell he was, you know, he felt better about what he was doing. And I think just those little things, you know, it reconnected, you know, on a personal level. But also, you know, I know now that he he understands, okay, let's just be safe. Let's pay attention to detail and let's just be safe on the floor. So, so yeah, I have seen, a, 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 you know, better communication here for sure. Just, just literally what you've said there, start, just starting a relationship conversation, like how are you feeling today? Are you okay? Is, typic- is not typically what most organizations end up doing. They just go straight for command and control, do your job and go home. And having a conversation like that can't open the door for somebody, especially if it's common. Right. You, and, 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 and to that point, you know, I, I think he would feel safer to tell me, hey, Rick, I'm not feeling well. 
I don't think I should be doing this right now. You know, and that's that's a big deal. It is. And you made that possible just by asking. I just yeah. thank you for that. Um, Donya, do you feel the same about better communication here, too? Oh, definitely. I mean, communication is a key aspect in any kind of um, industry, right? Building relationships, kind of what Ricky was saying with your people, you build that commonality with them. You you become more relatable where they can feel comfortable to come approach you about something. One of the supervisors that was in your um, class while you were here has, I've seen a difference in him. He's brought up a situation where he had an operator and he mentioned that their production hasn't been the same as he's used to. It's kind of dropped a little bit. So he was asking if myself and the HR manager here could kind of check on them. Just he didn't want to put that person in an awkward position. Um, so he asked if we could help with that conversation. And, and we did. And, you know, come to find out this person was training for an event outside of work. So they were doing extra exercises all these things. So they had their personal stuff happening outside, but he picked up on that information without pushing too much. Um, But we, you know, that conversation ended really well. And she appreciated that he took the time out of his day to come bring it up and for that conversation to happen, which ultimately is what you want. You want the supervisor to employee relationship to feel like they are cared about and are cared for because ultimately that's what good production is going to lead to. You guys, that, uh, that was an incredible conversation. I would actually spend a lot more time with you guys if I could. You both were phenomenal. Um, we're just about out of time. And I want to thank you both for sharing your wisdom and experience with our listeners today. Oh, definitely. It's been our pleasure. Hey, ditto, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you bet. You guys, I'll tell you um, a couple things for both of you. I already told you this before, but I'll tell our listeners. I was in Chicago doing a public workshop, and they were serving popcorn in these white bags. And (laughs) whatever it was, I I remember going to Novalex in Katy, Texas, and hanging out with Ricky. Ricky, by the way, is the warehouse manager, and Danya is the operations manager of the facility. And I, I immediately didn't care about the contents of the bag. I looked at the bottom of the bag to see where the label was from took a picture of it and I sent it off to Donya and I said, Hey, your bag is in Chicago. (laughs) And I, for some reason felt proud of that bag myself and working with these two, um, they're incredible supervisors. It gave me a sense of overwhelming pride of the work that they've done, the improvement that they've performed. And a lot of it was just through that, a fresh set of eyes and going through safe lead it made me feel like I was a part of their team. So you both, thank you for giving me that feeling. Um, and also I will say that there's not a lot of data to capture behind a feeling. And so when you have a supervisor going out there and communicating and a supervisor going out there and finding things, sometimes you just don't have data to back that up. But when you have a supervisor coming in and telling you, Ricky and Danya, I feel good about today because I've gotten people to talk to me. Sometimes just asking is where it all begins. So it's been a real treat catching up with both of you. And thank you all to all of you, our listeners, for sharing part of your day with us, the three of us here. And as always, feel free to share this or any episode. And until our paths cross again, I'm Tim Page Potter for Safe Talk with Safe Start. I'll see you down the road.